Welcome to the Approachable Equestrian Podcast, a place where we dive deep into all things mindset, motivation, and stories that inspire. I am your host, Rihanna Burke, fellow equestrian, rider, and competitor, and I am determined to shine a light on all things inclusive in the equestrian community. With that said, let's jump in to today's episode. Welcome everybody to episode 42 of the Approachable Equestrian Podcast and mostly welcome to season two. So we've had a bit of a break over the Easter holidays, which was definitely well needed and I've had so much time to just enjoy time with my family and my friends and best of all, I've actually really started to make some headway with getting some really solid progress with my horses. I don't know if some of you may have seen on Instagram, I even got to take young Elf out to his very first show jumping competition and he even came home with a little third place ribbon and obviously only really small classes because he is a young horse, but geez, man, some of those jumps, he absolutely flew. Now, I really would love to say thank you, thank you, thank you to you for listening in to season one and also a huge shout out to all of our guests that we actually had in season one. We have had some amazing people. We have had people absolutely at the top of their game. We've had people that just ride on the weekends. We've had some professionals who've given us some really cool insights into what they do and how they've created these amazing businesses within the equestrian industry. Now, season two, you are going to get to see all of that and so much more. So I really would love to ask you all a big favor is could you please head over to Instagram and send me a DM and I really want to see some nominations of either the type of writers that you want to hear from or business people and or just anyone in the equestrian industry. And then I also would really love if you have someone in particular that you know that everybody will benefit from their story, I want you to nominate that person. Send me a message on Instagram, even if it's nominating yourself. So we would love for them to have just a really inspiring story or a message to help people with their mindset, their motivation, and all the things that we aspire to do on this podcast. So if you could do that and also just give the Instagram a follow and share anything that you love on your Instagram stories or with your friends, because that's how we continue to grow. And that is how in our first season alone, we've had thousands and thousands of downloads and we've reached over 30 something countries now. So welcome everybody again. Now on today's episode of our first episode of season two, we are going to be talking about the elusive 10,000 hour rule. So I know that some of you may never have heard about it and what is it? And some of you may have heard of it and gone, "Ugh, I don't really understand how it works and how the hell am I going to get to 10,000 hours of practicing my chosen discipline or what I want to do and what I want to be great at. So the 10,000 hour rule, it suggests that to master a specific skill, An individual needs to practice it productively for 10,000 hours. Now, that may seem like a lot of time, and it kind of is. If you want to calculate it, it basically would be three hours a day for nine point something years. So when you look at the top level riders in our sport and you think, wow, how the hell am I supposed to get there? Or, oh, I should be doing that in a year from now. Well, 
start to consider the 10,000 hour rule. Now, it's not saying that you can't be excellent before you have done the 10,000 hours, but it suggests that you really need to understand that you need to put in so much effort. And when you think about people that are naturally gifted and you think, oh, but they're better than me because they're naturally gifted. Well, does it actually matter that much? Now, my personal favorite is I love the quote that said, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So if you look at someone like Michael Jordan, there's that myth that goes around that said he got cut from his high school basketball team. Now, it's not actually true. He didn't actually get cut from his team, but it's very interesting what did happen. So in 1978, Michael Jordan, and I really hope that everybody here knows who that is. He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I don't actually follow basketball, but who hasn't heard of Michael Jordan? So in 1978, he was just another kid in the gym along with 50 or so of his classmates trying out for a spot on his high school basketball team. There was 15 spots and Jordan, who was a 15-year-old sophomore, he was only 5'10 at the time and he couldn't yet dunk a basketball, so he didn't get one of the spots. So Michael Jordan was quoted later saying, it was embarrassing not making the team. He went home, locked himself in his room and had a cry. And who else feels like they've been in that place? I know I have. I felt like I should have earned something or done something or gotten given something straight away. And it's really disappointing when it doesn't happen. So what he did is he picked himself up. He turned not getting on the team into his motivation, into his driving force. So whenever he was working out and got tired and figured he ought to stop, he'd close his eyes, see the list on the locker room without his name on it on the team list. And it usually got him going again. So maybe that can make you think about What could you visualize or what could you think about that will keep you going when it's really hard to get in all your hours of practice? So he used the sizable chip on his shoulder to his advantage. He spent all of his sophomore year as the star of the junior varsity team, which wasn't the team that he wanted to be on. And he just kept working and working and working. So that is how someone that in high school, they thought he was just an average player. They didn't even put him on the varsity team. And instead, he used that and went, you know what, I'm going to work so hard. So if you think, oh, I'm not naturally gifted, should I even bother? Absolutely, you should bother. This is what the 10,000 hour rule is all about. If you put in the hours and if you put in the work, and now another thing, you can't just do 10,000 hours of trotting around a circle and doing the same thing over and over and over again, if it's not actually leading you to your goals. Now, How do you work out if you're on the right track or not? Well, we're in a great age of technology. You can open up your laptop, you can open up your phone, and you can look on YouTube and say, who is the writer that I aspire to be like? So if you're in dressage, you might look at, you know, Jessica Von Brado Wendell. She is on fire at the moment. And you might look at her and think, I want to ride just like her. Or if you're in show jumping, you might look at some of the top level show jumpers of who was at the Olympics and who is currently sitting at world number one and all those type of things. You look at those riders and then you refer it back to videos of yourself riding. And if you notice that you are not performing the way that they are performing, which obviously it might be miles off and years down the road, but if you can see that you are not doing the same things, like for instance, a dressage rider sits up really tall and proud and has a really strong core 
And if you watch videos of yourself and you're constantly leaning forward and crunching over in the middle, well, okay, clearly there is work to be done to get you from where you are to where you want to go. So therefore you might think, right, I now need a coach. I now need someone that can guide me. I would like to ride with some of my friends that might be slightly better than I am at the moment if I can't afford to have lessons. And they might help me get to the next step and get to the next step. And if you do 10,000 hours of that, you will get to where you want to go. So another example, guys, is think about the band The Beatles, which I know is going back a long, long way. But when they first started out, and they went over to America and it was the British invasion and they became, they blew up overnight and they became this amazing band. And everybody just thought, wow, they've got so much natural talent. They're so amazing as a band. They just mesh better than anyone else we have ever seen. Well, the actual reality is the Beatles started out as a house band in a strip club over in Germany. They actually played eight hour sets, seven days a week for months at a time, for years. So by the time that they actually had gone over to America and became one of the biggest bands of all time, they had done an apprenticeship of thousands and thousands of hours and they'd actually played together as a band over 1,200 times. So when you look at these people that are supposedly overnight successes, and and it's exactly the same for horse riders too, if you want to be a massive success, It's never overnight. If you look at the Olympics and you look at who wins, it is people that have been in the sport for years and years and years and they hone their skills and they get better and they work harder and they just stick it out day after day after day. So when you throw your heart, your mind, your soul into something, you get something back. It comes back to you in spades. So I want you to go out and I want you to constantly think that it's not all glamour, it's not all the big shows and it's not all at the top of the sport from day one. It is working hard. It is showing up day after day after day and constantly analyzing how you're performing and how you're going. So you say, am I where I want to be? No. How do I get there? Which we will speak about that in so many episodes to come. This season is going to be jam-packed full of inspiration to push you to the next level in your riding. So please, guys, thank you for tuning into another episode. If you loved anything, please share it, share it, share it with your friends. That is how we grow. And this season will be bigger and better than ever. So just go have a beautiful day. I will see you all next episode. Thanks for listening in to another episode of the Approachable Equestrian Podcast. If you loved anything that you heard today, remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you could take a couple of seconds just to leave a rating and review, it would absolutely mean the world to me. And also, it'll help others like you find the podcast and hopefully help them on their journey. Until next time, have the best day and I'll see you all again soon.